Welcome to the Soul Purpose Driven Podcast, where we talk to, for, and about the rise of soul-aligned entrepreneurship. I'm your host, Caitlin Anne-Marie, and I believe that we each have a purpose on this planet. When you turn your soul's purpose into a successful business, you become the change you wish to see in the world. If you're ready to activate your next level of entrepreneurship, then subscribe and tune in for tips, tricks, and high vibe conversations that will amplify your magic. Hello, Soul Purpose Driven family, and welcome to another podcast episode. Today, I have the pleasure of interviewing my dear friend, Andrea Gratterall, and we have quite the backstory, but I'll save it for a little bit later. Let me just tell you about Andrea really quick before we bring her on. Andrea is a self-love and confidence coach, and she's the creator of her signature program, Become a Self-Love Queen Mastermind. It's a program to help growth-minded women overcome codependency, people-pleasing, and past traumas to be able to stand up for themselves, communicate emotions, their needs, and set healthy boundaries that lead them to healthier relationships in their lives. So without further ado, welcome, Andrea. I'm so happy to have you on today. Yay, we did it. (laughs) I am so honored to be here. (laughs) I know. I'm so happy to have you on here. For those of you listening, Andrea and I go, it feels like we go way back. And realistically, I guess it's three or four years. And um, we actually met before either of us had our coaching businesses. I was at the time partially in my marketing business and partially in a yoga teaching business. And I found Andrea on Instagram and we connected because I was looking to host yoga retreats. (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) And I was organizing yoga retreats for a hotel at that moment. So it's not, I was not even an entrepreneur yet at that moment. Only a few months afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. And you had just moved to Costa Rica at that point, right? Yeah, I had just, yeah. So actually you're one of the few people who like really knows my entire story regarding moving into Costa Rica that you follow it through like as it was happening. So yeah, it's, I'm, as I said, I'm really, really like really so happy to just be here connecting with you today. And I'm really honored. Like I really value our friendship. And so I'm just happy to be here talking to your soulpreneur sisters. Yeah, me too. And you know, for any of you who've been um, a client of mine for a while, or you've just kind of been in my world for a bit, you may know Andrea because her and I co-created a retreat in August of 2019 for my business coaching clients. And we all got to go to Costa Rica and we had this incredible experience in this beautiful villa right near the beach. And um, Andrea was the one who helped me organize that. And Um, so today we're going to be talking about self-love and confidence and, you know, setting boundaries and things like that, because this is something that is so incredibly important. Um, but I'd love to kind of just start it off by, (laughs) I I love to say like, I just want to show you off Andrea, because I think you're such (laughs) an incredible woman. Like 
like everything that you have gone through in life has brought you to this point where you're living in another country, you're running a business, you're helping others find their voice and all kinds of amazing things. So um, let's just start there. Can you tell them about you? Yes, of course. I, I mean, I'm laughing because like we actually always giggle. And I think like this is most of the podcast tonight, guys. <laughs> so true. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, of course, I want to share like, so basically, uh, just like any other person in the world, like self-love, like it's, it's, it was a journey for me. And, and I, it still is, but in a different kind of way before it used to be like filled with struggles. And, you know, actually some years ago, when I think about like, which was the biggest turning point. I remember I had a huge breakup, huge, huge, huge breakup. And, you know, like as a Scorpio sun, Scorpio Venus, Scorpio Mercury, Scorpio everything, I was really like so passionate. I was like really heartbroken. And so at some point I realized that as I'm crying and in, in, the, in the midst of the sadness, I tell myself, see, I am abandoned again. Caitlin, kid you not, like, as soon as I heard myself saying that, I'm like, hey, wait, wait, like when was the first time? And so in that moment, I said, oh, you know what? The first time I felt like this one was when my mom passed away. Um, when I was 15 years old, it was when I had 12 and she was diagnosed and I was left alone. And I realized then that it was time to work on my own healing. And I realized that I had fear of abandonment. I realized that fear of abandonment was leading into codependency in relationships. And I realized I did not know how to set healthy boundaries. And actually, like, this is something that I, it really led me to want to do this work because I see, like, all over Instagram, like, list of healthy boundaries. Don't do this. Don't disrespect me. And that's not the way I teach it because I always like to create space for authenticity and for love and Knowing that I know how to do that and haven't healed myself, I realized that it felt almost like a duty to also teach women how to do that. And that's what's been happening. So I'm really happy about it. <laughs> yeah, I know. And I, I know that your clients are also really happy about it. I got to do a guest uh, training in her mastermind yeah. recently. And I mean, you can see that each of those women have gone through a, a huge experience of finding themselves and, you know, discovering what it really means to like live their lives on this whole new level. And, yeah. you know, for entrepreneurship, and I think this is a really great conversation for us to have today, especially as both of us have um, had other businesses and each of those businesses were really great successes and, and really awesome. If I do say so myself, you know, like I look at, um, vibes yoga retreats. I'm like, that was a great business. And now you have another one that's like allowing you to be even more fully in your purpose. And I feel like this is why self-love is so important in business. You know, I also like, even as you mentioned vibes for anyone who's listening and doesn't know me and that this is the first time that you're hearing about me, vibes was my previous business. And I recently decided to bring an end to it. And I love that you mentioned that because even as we're speaking about self-worth and we're speaking about entrepreneurship, something that I always like to, to mention is that 
it is easy to relate self-love and self-worth with how your relationships work, but also self-love goes in how does your business work. And I really want to try to address this because I know that like for everyone who's listening, like chances are they want to monetize, they want to like grow, they want to become entrepreneurs. And yes, of course, to gain the tools to about marketing is awesome. And like really to inform yourself and have a great business is awesome. But working on your self-love is also part of your entrepreneurship. And I love that, like, as I mentioned, I love that you brought up vibes because as I am closing it, closing it, I'm, that's also part of being authentic. That's also part of following what feels right for me. Like it was close, not because of external things, but it was because close because of authenticity. And this was a closing that was just loving myself. That's, it was just an act of love towards myself to, to just bring my focus into what I'm feeling connected with nowadays. So, yeah. And it brought us so many things as well. Like vibes also brought us together. So, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it was such a gift, you know, and I think anyone who's listening who has started something and then, you know, closed that chapter, whether it be a relationship or a business or, you know, (laughs) an actual book, maybe you wrote an actual book and closed that chapter. (laughs) Good comparison. Um, It's, it's really a, it's a deep experience, you know, and I really admire the way that you very publicly were just like, listen, this isn't working. I found something that is really fully, like, I see the work that you're doing now and it fully encompasses your gifts. Whereas vibes had so many of your gifts and just like, I remember meeting you in purpose person and being like, wow, she would be a great coach. You said it before I actually launched the business. Too. <laughs> I should do that. <laughs> yeah, and you know, like I'm going into like this, like into the journey, like something that I always like to encourage people before they want to become a coach or they want to like set up a business is like really evaluate yourself. How does your life feel? Like, why is it that you consider your lack? What are those struggles that you are feeling? Mm-hmm. Because also there's this like something that may happen is to establish businesses as a way to avoid what's happening in personal life. And personally, I believe that only creates the attachments that you're avoiding in relationships to be an attachment to your business. Oh, totally. Any kind of attachment will restrain you from being happy and from your own well-being. And I think we have like similar, like we have seen, um, yeah, I think we sort of share common beliefs onto become being coaches. When is a point in which you are actually healed and you're ready to start coaching? And I really believe that ownership, like ownership of your healing journey and like really just knowing that you have tools to deal with struggles without allowing the emotions to control you, that's key before you start a business. The way I see it. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts about that? I I would love to hear you. Yeah. I mean, I think the thing that stood out with what you had just shared was like (laughs) relationships in general, like when you are going all in on your business, like the word that comes up a lot here is commitment, right? Like if you are following your purpose, your purpose is what you're here on this planet to do. And it's not just about you, but it's about the world in totality, right? We, by following our purpose, we raise the collective consciousness. 
And that makes this world a better place. And so when you're following your purpose, that is a very important commitment. And it's just as important as, you know, waking up every day and having a a partner that you care about and Mm -hmm. talking to them, right? Like I had a conversation with somebody uh, recently, a client of mine about how she was like, yeah, I'm realizing that my business is like, you know, like similar to like having a boyfriend, (laughs) you know? And I'm like, yeah, exactly. You know, you wouldn't get up one day and be like, I'm just not going to talk to my boyfriend for a week. Right. Like you're going to show up every day. I love that. I love that. I love that. I mean, something that I would like add up is that at the end of the day, and the way I see it and the way I encourage it to my clients is the commitment is not to anything outside of you. So in that sense, the way I see it, like regarding business and regarding relationships, which really like I highly want to encourage anyone and like listen into this. If you're having struggles with your business, look if you have the same struggles in your relationship. If you're having struggles in your relationship, look if you have the same struggles in your business. Chances are they will be the same, just manifested in different ways. But like going back to the point, like regarding commitment, something that I want to say, like as I teach confidence and as I teach self-love is the commitment is not to anything outside of you. So while my business is a huge part of my life and it really does give me a lot of sense of happiness, my commitment is not to my business. My commitment is not to a partner. My commitment is not to a friend. My commitment is to myself. And so the way I do that is like, I ask myself, how would showing up for my business would benefit me? What is it that I would feel happy by showing up for my business? How would it make me happy when I show up for my partner? How does it make me happy to show up in my relationships? And so in that way, I believe that we address the world in a way in which we're always supporting our well-being and through that supporting everybody else by default. So I even, I, I believe I, this is something that I have thought about and I would really love to hear your thoughts about it because we always have some, so like such deep conversations. I think it, it can also happen like regarding relating self-love and business is that if you have struggled your entire life seeking validation, then you, you may stop seeking it in your relationships, but then you seek validation from your clients. Mm-hmm. And that can lead to a huge struggle, not just for you, but even for your clients, like your clients need your help. Your clients need you to be an authority. Your clients need you to know that you have the step-by-steps that will help them. And so this is why I always say, um, then again, the commitment is to oneself. I'm looking to validate myself. So I'm not looking validation from my clients. I am supporting for them and I really will give them the tools and I will be there for them, but I also will be an authority. And this is like, yeah, it's, it's actually very in-depth. So I, did. so I don't know if you have felt that. I want to hear your thoughts because I also, yeah, you always have such good insights. So I want to hear you. Oh, you already know I agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're always on the line. We're like, our conversations are about like just telling each other how awesome we are. <laughs> Y'all can't see me, but I am nodding my head. Yes. 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 It's so true. I mean, your business is a reflection of you and all of your relationships, your relationship with your business, your relationship with your friends, your parents, your partner, all of these things are an extension of you. And I think like, you know, we experience so many different kinds of relationships and we, you actually 
think of everything in your life as a relationship that can either provide poison, then you realize that you're actually in control. And I think that's a, a really powerful point that you're making is like, everything is actually in your control. It's not about what this person said or did. It's about, you know, what you took from it, how you reacted to you, to it, how you allowed it. You know, we don't always have 110% control. Of course, like if somebody makes a choice, it's their choice, but what were you doing leading up to it that brought, you know, maybe you welcome that person into your client roster and you're like, Hey, you're a great client. Even though the entire time you were on the sales call, you were like, I don't think we vibe. Like, I don't think that we're clicking, but they want to pay in full. So I'm just going to take it. Like, no, that's you seeking validation. And now you're setting yourself up for a relationship with a client that could just snowball into something, you know, maybe they wind up leaving you a bad review and it's like, oh, I should have known we didn't click fully on the phone call initially, but you know, you, you need to really be that authority and you really need to, you know, um, invoke that warrior s right you need to kind of be a warrior for what you're calling into your life and be the person who says this is what i want and i'm not accepting less than it and it might ask you to wait it might ask you to like really stand firm in that but it's up to you to really trust that and love yourself so unapologetically that you know that having that in your life is going to be inevitable Exactly. And something that's popping off for me as you say that is that one of the reasons why it can happen that we stop listening to that intuition and then just take that client is also the fear of saying no, the fear of saying like, hey, you know what, I feel we don't buy because there's like, oh, I there's a lot of the, some like some struggles like related with confidence and that is like, I do not want to hurt other people. And that's a people pleasing pattern. And something that I always like to encourage, and even the way I set healthy boundaries, I'm not sure if I mentioned it in our conversation or right now, but something I really feel triggered, like whenever I see an Instagram, a post that says, list of healthy boundaries, do not call me that, do not like the, do not, do not, do not, do not, like that's not the way I teach healthy boundaries. Something that I always like to say is that behind every no, there is a yes. And so as you were in that call with that client and you have fear of saying no, because you fear that you will hurt that person because you're rejecting them from your experience and da, da, da. You can even like, just be straight up honest. You know what? Something that I see is that you have this value and this is important for you. And really I, for me, it is more important. This I truly reason why I prefer that you find another program is that I know that you, there is something out there for you. And I prefer to leave that space that you can find what, actually will help you and your values and your beliefs which are different from mine and that's fine and so something like that's actually like the fear of saying no is a struggle that can happen a lot in relationships and also in and in the business journey i remember i had a call with women who wanted to create on her fear of saying no and then i asked like okay what is it that you would be able to address if you like if you knew how to attend those situations and she's like you know what I'm actually afraid of building my business because I fear that if a client asks me for a lot more I will never say no and so I haven't built my business just because I cannot say no to a person mm-hmm. and so then again like there's so many there's so fear of like being judged did you ever experience I'm, I'm trying to I, I I do know 
that before, I didn't have it with the self-love, with my current business, with my coaching business, but with us, I did have it. And got to release it because I, actually at the end of the day, people are not so focused on what you're doing if they're not buying from you. Mm-hmm. Only your clients will actually feel the manifestations of your work. And that I really, so in that sense, like that opinion you, you, you should listen to that your clients, your own coaches. And yeah, we, I think the fear of rejections can be also like a great thing behind, behind not listening to that intuition. What are your thoughts? I was finishing everything. Like, what are your thoughts, Caitlin? Tell me about it. (laughs) Oh, oh gosh. People pleasing. Um, Yeah. As you're talking, the thing that I'm thinking about is like a lot of the people that I work with are female identifying. And I believe that's your clientele as well. And what I notice is that we are particularly programmed, you know, and this is by like survival and society and all kinds of experiences where it's like not safe to say no, or like it's looked down upon, or like, if you say no, you're, you're, (laughs) I'm just going to say it. Like people see you as a bitch if you say no. And it's totally, it's totally not true. And I love what you said about behind every no is actually a yes. Like you're saying yes to yourself and think about the ripple effect of that. You know, there are so many things that starting and growing my business, I had to say no to like going out with friends and going drinking and doing things that to be honest, didn't excite me to begin with. I just did it because it was like, oh, well, this is what my friends want to do, right? People-pleasing. I grew my business. It was like, well, I want my business more than anything else. So I'm willing to say no to that so that I can say yes to building this program, say yes to resting, right? Like I don't need an excuse to not do something. I don't need an excuse to say no. I just need to be aware that there was a yes behind that. And that yes is going to liberate me. It's going to fill my cup up. It's going to allow me to show up bigger for my purpose. Yes, uh, definitely. I would say like, I agree with you. I think people pleasing is one of the biggest struggles there is. And especially for women, like you're, you're so keen and right on that. And it all comes back to something that I would like to say. So like go to the root of it. Like, that's how I work it with my clients. So something I would, like, there are many struggles that we have experienced in our lives. And, but at the end of the day, there's a root cause to it. So what I do in my program, because I want to say to everybody who's listening to this and you feel that, oh, shit, I have, oh, can I curse in this podcast? Because I just oh, did. Yeah. I already did. <laughs> I opened that door. It <laughs> just like, oh, shit, like, I actually have fear of saying no. I am seeking validation from my clients. My work is a way to avoid uh, the struggles that I'm feeling in my relationships. I do not know how to say no to someone I do not want to work with. And if you're identifying with like any of these struggles, or if you identify uh, in general with people placing behaviors, I want to say that can be healed. Like it can be healed. I know it feels overwhelming. I know you feel that if you go to the past traumas, you can get a lot of emotions and feel controlled by it. And that feels shit scary, but it can be healed. And so then again, like I always say, let's go back to the root. And so 
for some people is, you know what, I only felt worthy when I was receiving praise or when I was doing as I was told. And so they seek that the people pleasing is just a way to receive that connection or to get that validation. But yeah, it, it, it's just a defense mechanism that was learned. It's not the only way to receive validation or connection, especially and actually it's not something that will allow you to give like real connection validation. Um, so just get into the struggles, like really just get into it, go into the root, identify what are the needs that you're looking to meet. This is something that I actually repeat. So guys, like if you like, if you go check my Instagram, you will see that I'm always speaking needs. Like just, let's just identify the unmet needs. Let's just attend them. Let's just take action. And there are ways to communicate. There are ways to stand up for yourself that allow you to, at the same time, release the fear of imposing your beliefs of release the fear of hurting another people because those are really uh, fears behind not knowing how to stand up for yourself. The fear of like, I have fear of the repercussions if I set healthy boundaries. I have fear of hurting another. I have fear that I am imposing my beliefs. The imposing one is a huge one. And there are ways to address that. There are ways to set healthy boundaries with empathy. And it's just not popular. Like it's really just not popular. Like I personally have not seen anyone sharing healthy boundaries the way I teach them. Mm-hmm. And that's that's why I also like made it my duty. Like, okay, no, people, we're setting healthy boundaries in a way that leads to deeper connections, not locks. Like I really always say that as well. <laughs> I love that. It truly is, you know, it's loving boundaries. And I think exactly a lot of the times people hear boundaries and they think of this like brick wall, but when you think of a loving boundary, it's again, it's this way of like setting yourself free and setting others free by doing so. Yes, exactly. You can do it. Like for anyone who's listening, you can do it. Just go to the root of it. This is really, I'm sharing right now, like what I do in my program. Of course, this is something that goes into eight weeks. Um, But if I have to sum it up, it's check out what is it that feels authentic for you? What is it that you want? Um, because something that happens is that it is really easy to identify what we don't want. We don't want to be disrespected. But what is it that we want? And how does respect, how does it look like? So just realizing what makes you feel authentic. What is it that you want? Identifying the limiting beliefs, going to the root of the struggle. Like really, this is key, you guys. Like, and even when I say like, what's the root of the struggle? I, a question that I get is how far back can I go? Dude, if you need to go to the time when you were four years old, that's where you're going. Mm-hmm. And just identifying like the emotions that you felt in that moment, the needs that you felt, and learning actionable steps to attend those needs, that will have you entering your business journey in a way in which, as Caitlin, now we were speaking like just a few minutes ago, you're committed to yourself in a way that through the love that you have for yourself, we're giving love to others. And again, by default, loving yourself is not a choice of it's either them or me. It's either my partner or me. It's either I show up fully to my work or I fully show it or fully show to myself. No, showing up to yourself is just really loving yourself in a way that you show up for everything else in flow and in happiness. And something that I want to say is that I know for every, like, I mean, I know this is, this is for you because we have spoken. I know this is for me. If we enter an entrepreneurship journey and, and what we do and that we have soul aligned businesses as your program is uh, named, um, 
we want to be happy. We want to be free. We want to feel authentic. We want to have a deeper connection. We want to feel love. And so this is why I would say it's really important that you release the struggles that you're feeling first so that as you're in your business, you can also come into it from love and just make it a well-being experience. Yeah. Wise words. Wise words. <laughs> um, Andrea, I'd love to, like, before we close out, I would actually love for you to share quickly about your program and where people can find you, because I know that this conversation, we could literally talk for another like yeah. two hours, as you all can guess. Um, but, you know, <laughs> I, I really think this is the quickest call we've ever had. <laughs> Guys, our calls go for like two hours. <laughs> yeah, there's going to be like a part two, three, four, and five. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually so excited. <laughs> so yeah, go ahead. Let them know, you know, where they can find you okay. more. So basically right now you can find me on Instagram. Is My Instagram handle is Andrea Rattarol Vibes. Do, will you type it in the in the show notes? Because I oh, think that's yeah. hard to like, yeah. We'll have so Kita is going to type in the show notes so that you can actually see it. There's Andrea get Radaral Vibes. And basically my program, Become a Self-Love Queen Mastermind, is an eight-week program in which I give you educational videos, I give you support, I give you a step-by-step that has proven. I, I mean, I'm really proud to say this, and I'm actually saying it with a smile on my face. 100% of the women who have been in this program have been able to set healthy boundaries with empathy. They have been able to heal past traumas from like their parents' relationships, their own relationships. And I, I mean, I do prefer to limit a little bit what they have experienced just for the privacy of my clients, but they have really in-depth and very chaotic traumas that they have overcome. And I'm not sure if I have mentioned this to you. I think I did. But something that I'm really proud of is that these are women that they have worked on themselves so much that actually most of them are also open in businesses right now and they are really feeling aligned with it. So yeah, just if you're interested in finding out more, just shoot me a DM. I'm really more than happy to connect, especially if you're coming from Caitlin, who's one of my closest friends. I will be really happy to chat with you. Yeah. I'm celebrating you. I'm celebrating your clients. (laughs) It's just, it's great to see what you've been doing. And I'm so happy to share this episode today with those of you who have your earbuds in your ears listening, definitely, you know, go check out Andrea. She is just in so many ways. She really is incredible. And um, I hope that you connect with her and that you loved this episode. And if you did go ahead rate it, <laughs> leave a review. <laughs> I want to say thank you to you too. Like, thank you for having me here. I truly do not take anything for granted. And I truly love our friendship. And I, even as close of friends as we are, I'm truly honored that you invited me here. So thank you. I love you so much. <laughs> so go comment, give a review, <laughs> share with your friends. <laughs> do it, do it, do it. <laughs> All right. Thanks so much, Andrea. And everyone, we'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Bye.
If you enjoyed this episode, please go ahead, like, subscribe, or share somewhere that soul purpose driven people can find it. I believe that as soul aligned leaders, we have the power to change the world, and we do this together. So I'm grateful to have you as a supporter, as a listener. And until next time, be well, soul family. Talk to you soon.